I think Georgia can score a lot of points, but Oklahoma has shown that they can score a ton of points. That is the question, is if Georgia can shut down that idea that, you know what, in the SEC, we play defense here. If they can actually do that, I think they'll not only win, I think they'll win relatively handily. But if Georgia has to score with them, that's when things get a little hairy. Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 122 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. Do you miss football? Or let me clarify that. Do you miss football in the collegiate form? Because I know we do. It's been almost two weeks since Georgia won the SEC championship game. And if you're anything like myself and my two co-hosts, Tony Waller and Will Leach, we miss college football really, really bad already. But don't despair. Over the next three weeks, the NCAA has lined up around 40 bowl games and, of course, college football playoff games for our viewing pleasure. And on this episode, the three of us preview a vast majority of those bowl games. Now, most of them might not be worth watching, but still, during this time of year of lounging with the family and holiday parties, you'd have to admit a bowl game playing in the background is a most perfect visual distraction to be playing on any television. You might describe this particular show as a superficial podcast episode full of tepid Rose Bowl analysis, and don't worry, the big show is coming after Christmas, but tepid nonetheless. And analysis and picks for many of those bowl games with directional schools, but the best part is the latter third of this episode, when we answer your tweets, share some of our stories, and deep dive into your podcast reviews that read more like novels than actual reviews, and we thank you for that. So thanks for tuning us in this week, and a bit of breaking news that we just received today. Well, we read it on Twitter like all of you did, and we did not address it in this podcast, but linebacker Natrez Patrick's possession charges were dropped by the DA in Barrow County, so good news for Natrez Patrick and great news for the dogs. So we've got about 90 minutes or so for you today. Let's go ahead and get started. Here's episode 122. All right, we starting? Let's start. Yeah. Do you want to do the whole countdown? We don't usually do the countdown on the regular podcast. Yeah. It's just on the Skype podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's been it's been a minute since we podcasted. You've been recording, right? We're I'm recording, recording right now. We were only off for really one week. Ten days. Yeah. Ten days. Yeah. yeah it's just, been ten days since we've done this? Something like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Lots happened since then. Y'all miss football. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Although I did enjoy seeing Army Navy in the snow. It was a yes. great game, by the way. And then I really loved watching Buffalo and uh, Indianapolis in the snow. I saw zero of that game. I heard I heard things about it, but it you, don't was red, you don't have red zone, do you? I do not have red zone. Army Navy was was fun snow. The Bills game was stupid. This snow. can't be. You can't play sports. This, this, in this. this can't really be snow. Snow. Like after a while, they stopped punting. That was another, that was a fun side. Like that, that's how that game went. That game was so messy. They really had like there were two punts in the whole game. The final score was it was seven seven at the end of regulation because he just could not play football. Uh, so I like that. That's Buffalo. I like, oh, yeah, it was my totally uh, fun. my my wife's oh. father was at the game. So he was there. He's at, they've had season tickets for. He sat days. through that. I'm sure he left after the first yeah. quarter. Well, it's it's Buffalo. It's what they deal with. I'm still. I'm just amazed that anybody inhabits that area of the world. Yeah. Well, and I saw them as I was watching the game. I saw them show the, I guess the radar, yeah. and it's just this little swath. Oh yeah, of lake effect snow. It's like if you go 30 miles to the south or the north, you got you got great weather. Yeah, everybody that went to Notre Dame, I saw a picture that somebody posted the other day. Um, a side by side picture taken at the exact same time in Mishawaka. And in South Bend, and one had six inches of snow and was dark, and the other was bright sunshine. I, and that's like ten miles apart. I was in uh, I was in uh, Buffalo for the tournament this year, and there was a snowstorm. Yeah, virus was going on, and I was like, I'm never getting in this place. The Buffalo's just getting killed with snowstorm. But they're so used to snowstorms yeah. that it was very funny. I like 
basically I landed on one patch of runway that had no snow that was surrounded by like four feet of snow yeah. all around it. Like Buffalo people know how to handle their snow, yeah. but we might be a little off topic. Um, well, no, we aren't because we got snow in Georgia. We last did. Week. You got it snow. Did yeah. snow. It did snow. Um, not here. Not here. I got it in Atlanta because I was in Atlanta. I was about to leave for Vegas, so I uh, so I, I saw the snow there. But, oh, cool. Um, uh, but yeah, it was very. It's, it, it, it was fun to be with my dad. It's fun to be with a Midwesterner uh-huh. when Atlanta people freak out about <laughs> snow because <laughs> like the people were just walking around as if like the hotel was out of food. Like everyone was just like lo- like they were losing their minds. People were screaming at each other. It really felt like the apocalypse. And for like they got what like six inches of snow. Like, yeah, whatever. The further west you went, yeah, it got it's, up to like ten or eleven. It's snow, it's snow. I guess. Yeah. So. Um, I guess we should probably talk about events of the past 10 days, including... Yeah, people still celebrating out there, apparently. And uh, Y'all, I don't know if you've heard, we're going to the Rose Bowl. Going to the Rose Bowl. Go to the Rose Bowl. Um, Do we have any Rose Bowl gear yet? I don't have any Rose Bowl gear. I got a hat that's got the patch, the, the patch that's rather obviously yes. just like yeah. cheaply stitched All, on there. Not even, not even stitched on. Just yeah, like, but you got to do it. You press on. Yeah, well, I've, it. Always, I've always enjoyed what Tailgate Georgia sells is that 1943 Rose yeah. Bowl champion yeah. that my wife has, and now it kind of loses a little bit of its, it's luster. It's just old not, news. Yeah. Old news. That was well, the year my dad was born. The last time that Georgia played. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, my dad was my dad was a year old. So yeah. Um, so we um, we are facing a Heisman Trophy winner and trophy winner in and the Amer- baseball. America's sweetheart Baker Mayfield. Yes. America's Baker Mayfield. sweetheart. I don't know if you know, but he really has a lot of passion for the game. Unlike that guy that plays for Tennessee. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, not for nothing, but it is always of note that, like you know the. Uh, Baker Mayfield gets to be the passionate quarterback. Yes. Cam Newton is a troublemaker. Well, <laughs> but, Baker uh, Mayfield's scrappy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, exactly. So. And he hustles. He's but, got and, grit. And he does have grit. <laughs> Roquan Smith finished 10th. Yeah. So he got I heard three some, first place votes. He got three first place votes. I heard some people grumbling about that a little bit, which because I was people a little were surprised. Dumb. I knew, listen, I don't think you should have voted him first. I just, I, I find it hard to argue that Roquan Smith, I mean, he's the, I mean, Smith is obviously like well, I think one of the top five players in college football. Baker Mayfield was like far and away the best player in college football this year. So I, I don't think anyone should have voted. Those three first place votes seem like a lot. But I heard people grumbling, "How could he be in tenth place? Come on!" I'm like, I think he's top five. Have you paid? You paid <laughs> yeah. any attention? Again, I'm a little surprised. Yeah. I guess. Well, no, it wasn't Tim Tebow, so they're not inviting five. But um, I'm a little surprised that they. Uh, I'm a little surprised that he did not finish higher yeah. uh, because the impact he had. Particularly later in the season, um, was really that stunning. And yeah, maybe if Georgia goes undefeated, he may have been top five, yeah. right? So Did, didn't um, Karrion Johnson finish right in front right of him? Above. Yeah, he finished ninth, yeah. right? But no, no first place votes. Yeah, Saquon Barkley was yeah, around. Yeah, he was sixth, sixth yeah. or seventh. Yeah. Um, so it was it was interesting that you know, I didn't watch the entire hour and forty five minutes. Nobody that. watches. You know, it's funny. It's this so is another dumb. thing. Like, the, the the thing was the Heisman ratings have basically collapsed because it's a years. terrible content. Yeah, it's 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 a terrible show, and I also think it's become so narrative driven. Yeah, that like Lamar Jackson had a better year this year than he did last year. But it was just, well, he's not going to win again. He just won. Right. And it just turned in, like, no, nobody actually believes it's, the award was always a little overhyped in the first place. Like, it's basically, it's just an MVP trophy. It's not yeah. like a huge yeah. deal. But it was always a little overhyped. I would argue it is now back to the level of hype it always should have been. And there was actually a pretty interesting college football game going on at exactly the same mm-hmm. time with Sam Houston State and Kansas State. So, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's just whatever. Yeah. It's, it's the Heisman. Um, let's hope the Heisman curse is real, y'all. Um, 
calls. Well, it is I, kind of cool to, that George A is playing the team with the Heisman. And, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. saw some stat, I don't know where I saw it, was that the first time that the Butkus Award winner goes against the Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy winner since like 93 or 03 or something like yeah. that, and only the third time in history. Yeah. Are there any trophies named after people that played at Georgia? Um, I don't know. Because it feels like you just mentioned the trophy that's named for someone who played at Illinois. So. Oh. Yeah, the Buckhouse Award. That's right. I, think, I thought he played for the Bears. He played for Illinois first. He played for Illinois first. They, they're, they're literally, they've got a statue up next year. There'll be a statue outside Memorial Stadium. Yeah, it's this. one of the three jerseys that have been retired. Uh, Red Grange, uh, David Williams, and, uh, Buckus. and Dick Buckus. Okay. And Dick Buckus is, of course, mostly known for my two dads. Yeah. The, Wait a minute. They didn't retire Juice Williams' jersey? They did not. Not yet. Come on, get with it, Josh Whitman. It's all, it's all um, so, so we're facing him uh, in the Rose Bowl. If you haven't heard, we're playing the Rose Bowl. Um, and you're going. I am going. I have plane tickets. Uh, my tickets should arrive in the mail any day. And I've talked to a lot of people that are going. I'm, I'm sad y'all are going. Mm-hmm. I will carry the banner proudly out there. And uh, so we got some 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 interesting people who are Georgia fans have hit me up on Twitter with the possibility of coming by. Our tailgate. Um, if they actually materialize, maybe I'll get a little interview with them while I'm out there. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be incredible. Um, it's not time for predictions. I am I've, it, I've gone from excited about the game to nervous thinking about the game uh, and trying to you know honestly assess what our chances are, what the matchups look like, and it's hard not to be excited about. About some some aspects of how we match up against them. Yeah. Like I said, we, we don't need to. We can we'll, bring we'll all do that. that. We'll do that. We'll do that in another week. Oh, or th- so. This is a much more superficial show. Yes. Uh, yes. Is, uh, I would argue though. I just got back from Vegas. Uh, I was in Vegas for five days, and if you remember, very quickly after the matchup was set. Georgia was a point underdog, point and a yes. half underdog. They are now a point and a half favorite. In fact, I think it's up to two points now. They the are. line has shifted pretty dramatically. It's pretty rare it's to a three and a half point swing. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty rare to in that short of a time in a game and like in a playoff game. And like it's pretty rare to see it swing that much. I think people are clearly uh, seeing something there. Yeah, you would like you you would hope. Did you put any money on them? Uh, I didn't. I yeah. didn't. I, uh, I have a firm rule. My, first of all, I don't like gambling about, on sports anyway. Uh, but I, particularly when it's a team that I'm cheering for, based on the time where Illinois made the basketball tournament 10 years ago, but 12, 11, 13 years ago, <laughs> I had a friend of mine who was in Vegas said, hey, I'll put $40 down for you for Illinois to win against Princeton in the first round of the tournament. They were six-point favorites. Uh, and at first, this is $40, like $40. It was gonna hurt. Like I didn't. I barely. I was barely employed, and so I was watching the game. And Illinois was up by like seven with a minute and a half left, and I was. I should have been so excited, right? My team's gonna win. We're gonna go to the go to the next round. And I spin it miserable. Be like, oh my gosh, now it's six. Oh, now it's eight. I'm like, this is not why I watch sports. This is not why I do this at all. So I have not gambled uh, involving my team since then. I have I have a preseason bet on Georgia to win it all. Really? So oh yeah. I mean, for the record, I put a hundred dollars yeah. the Cardinals to win the yeah. World Series. No, that's right. I, I, that's about the only way I that's gamble. That's different than yeah, the, yeah. I now I will I I will often on gamble on individual sporting events. Um, and if Georgia makes the playoffs, I probably will place a hedge bet uh, on whomever they face. It's just it's good practice. Make yourself feel better. Make yourself feel better. Alabama is the has the best odds, right. to win the whole thing. Yeah, Georgia and Oklahoma both are at like fifteen. To yeah, four. Alabama and Clemson are both ahead of, of yeah. Georgia and yeah. Oklahoma. So, but yeah. I have I have the dogs at twenty two to one. So that's that's yeah that's, that's I'm, good I, you, you feel feel pretty good about that. That's um, pretty good. Um, somebody suggested I maybe should go and see if I can sell that ticket back uh, with. 
with bargain, like with bargain odds. Yeah, with bargain <laughs> odds. I just let it ride. So, yeah, um, a couple of interesting notes. Uh, still no word on what's happening with uh, Natrez Patrick. He is mm-hmm. practicing with the team, apparently. Um, Kirby says being handled internally. The uh, the video was released, and um, you know I'm not a criminal law attorney, but you know it's it's it does bear to mention that there have been convictions based on what apparently was seen on the video, and there have been people not convicted or even not charged based on what you saw in the video. Take that for what it's worth. I'm not giving legal advice. I'm not even assessing his legal options. I'm just saying there is a reason why Kirby has not already said you're gone. And why the university has said, not said, you're gone. I mean, I think you're right. The fact that it has not happened yet, that's something that you thought would have happened in that week afterwards. And it hasn't. And you're right, he's practicing. I don't know how much more investigation there needs to be. Maybe, you know, it does sort of feel like I mean, they just won the SEC championship. Yeah. They're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can, we, the wheels of justice can churn perhaps a little bit more slowly perhaps. than they might ordinarily. And um, you can argue about whether that's just or whether that's not just. I tend to think it would be different. It would be different if it, there were, and this is my personal opinion, it would be different if the crime was violent, if the crime involved a woman. If uh, like this is a essentially a victimless crime, and therefore I have, even though I think you, you still have to punish them eventually, I do find myself having a hard time saying no. They must lay down the law and make an example out of him for something like if he if there was a violent thing, I think he's gone. Sure. I think he's gone. But for this, this feels like a you got to punish him, and so the university have things they want to punish him, and and it's probably a little hypocritical that they're not. I also have a hard time getting really worked up. Well, to not go too far down a Georgia Way rabbit hole, this is this is a different approach mm-hmm. than probably would have been taken two, no three question. years ago. No question. Uh, first off, second off, it, it's interesting to note that the triggering event typically is the arrest, not conviction. Um, so it's just I'm saying that there there are other factors that make me think that it's not as cut, cut and dry as as we think. Uh, the other thing is. Um, I don't know if you know this, a little in fact, uh, Afro Man actually was going to write a lyric. I, I was going to play some ball, but I passed a fake hundy. Um, but that, that did not work out as well. So, um, you know, Georgia had a player that apparently back in the summer not only passed a fake $100 bill, but signed up for a Pets Plus account yeah, under a fake with a name. fake name. Yeah. So they got him for counterfeit and forgery. I, I, he got $92 and change from that $100 right, bill. Right, right. Now, let's be clear. Passing, knowingly passing a $100, fake $100 bill for change is, is indeed theft by conversion and also passing counterfeit bills. I'm not quite where you get the forgery from. I, I mean, I know where you get it from because he signed up for something with a fake name. I guess presumptively he used a fake ID to do so, but whatever. Um, yeah, there's, there's – I mean, he was going to – he was up for a red shirt, but – if it's a felony, guys, it's going to be hard for him. It's hard to see him around. Um, just, but you know, the the good news is is that uh, the month is also turning out to be good for getting some guys back. It looks like everybody's going to be completely healthy. That we we thought might not even be out. They go out the twenty seventh. They will participate in the bare minimum of activities because Kirby didn't have time for this shit, and they will show up ready to play. Hopefully. I keep forgetting that the team themselves won't be part of the Tournament Roses parade. Right. But there will be Georgia stuff all over that parade. Yeah. That's the parade yeah. that we always watch on New Year's Eve morning. New Year's Eve morning. So that's, that's always very exciting. But yes, and, I don't expect... And we're, not, and we're not going to the parade. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife was very clear. We do not need to go to the parade. Although, 
probably on the 30th, we are going to go to the barns. You can go and actually look at the floats um, as they're constructing them, getting them ready. Um, but she has, she was very clear. I have, she has, I have no desire to go sit in a crowd of people <laughs> and watch a parade when I can already be tailgating. And you're staying out, out of town. So you're, are you coming in the morning of the game? No, I'm staying in, in Pasadena. Oh, for the with, I know Scott's giving me a hard time about this, but I'm staying with my Southern Cal friend. Um, <laughs> in Pasadena, he literally lives in, in Pasadena, oh, like three miles from the stadium. I could walk. Oh, perfect. Um, perfect. I didn't realize he lived in Pasadena. I thought he lived... Uh, I thought he looked further away. Yeah, that's uh, perfect. Yeah. So he was like, I was like, where do you live? When he asked me to stay, I'm like, Pasadena, I live three miles from the stadium. I'm like, are you serious? Because I, I really thought he lived like 10, 15 miles, which is almost everything in LA is 10 or 15 miles from everything. Um, so that's our that's our plan. We're going to be there. The Apparently the lights open up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, <laughs> if you think about it, guys, that's 7.30 yard time. That's already, when you usually do it. We're already losing a half hour of time. <laughs> so... Um, Scott, where are you watching the game? I'm probably going to be watching it here or at maybe one of my neighbor's house who has a uh, like 80-inch screen mm-hmm. in his basement. Um, so that, that always is a... Is What's a, your plan? We don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know yet. We're scoping it out. We're scoping it out. Oh. I, uh, I, I mean... Oh, do you want to watch it with me? It's up to you. Yeah, y'all come to my house and watch it. Oh, we were planning on that. We just weren't going to tell you. No, I don't care. I just, I just need to make sure I like the liquor cabinet. You know I what? mean, if there's people out watching, we'll totally... Here's we'll... the thing. Here's an idea for you. We've got all kinds of entertainment for your boys here, mm-hmm. and then that allows us to focus on the game. Yeah. Well, William will be but see, William laser will cut your focus. That's right. Um, but when, when will... Uh, <laughs> when I'm sure we'd be able to love to be able to find uh, activities. William will be more focused than we are. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about how, <laughs> since I haven't seen a game in 10 days, you kind of, it's yeah. almost like when you don't work out for 10 days. Yeah. That's why Tony's sad right now. I miss football. Yeah. <laughs> I do not miss working out. Yeah. We do get some football, this, some college football this weekend. We'll speaking of. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what also is cool is the NFL switches to their Saturday schedule yeah. this weekend. So really? there's two NFL games on Saturday, yeah. for what it's worth. It's one is terrible and one is good. The right. Chief, the Chiefs and Chargers is a good game. And, and I wanted to bring up, when you, were, yeah. well, when you were talking about sports betting, yeah, the one trend that will get you not to sport to, to place bets on active games going on was uh, personified in the Eagles Rams game uh-huh. on Sunday. Eagles were favored by two; they were about to win by two. It was two seconds left, and they started doing all the the laterals and everything. And a Rams player intercepts the lateral, runs in for a touchdown. <laughs> Rams cover. Yeah, it's gonna well, be a push. It's gonna be a push. There yeah. you go. It's almost as if it's just completely random and no one should ever do it. <laughs> I, I just thought of a kind of a neat little uh, end cap to the piece you wrote about the Chargers playing at Home mm-hmm. Depot. There is a possibility on New Year's Eve, I mean Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, whatever the day before the Rose Bowl is, I will go see the Chargers and the Raiders play at Home Depot in L.A. Oh, at the, uh, no, at, uh, at, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, the, the soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's not Home Depot. It's um, Why is it just falling out of my head? Though? Yeah, whatever it is. Traveling it's not Staples. Sub-Hub. 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 So the guy, it's, it's really fun. It's really the, fun. The, my buddy is also a Raiders fan because the, they were the Los Angeles Raiders when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. And You got to go. You'll and, love it. It's like a perfect he, little precursor. And he's like, you know, yeah. if they're playing... If they're especially if they're playing for a playoff spot, there's a group of us going. I still might go anyway. Um, so it's the Rams, Raiders, and Chargers. Raiders, Chargers. Oh yeah, yeah. Chargers could be playing for a playoff. Yeah, playoff it, and it'd be, it would be the, yeah. the two teams playing for the last yeah. wildcard. Oh, spot. that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. So it, that's possible. And you can still and still get be home in bed by seven thirty. Yeah, which is perfect. Ready to go the next. Yeah. Day. Well, there's possibility they'll flex that game if it's for a playoff spot. Oh, that's true. That's 
But still, even even, even then, then, it's like even four, then, it's a five thirty start. Five thirty start instead of eight thirty start. Um, so you brought up the bowl games. We are doing a fun office pools. Um, Scott, I assume you'll be able to post this and and make links. I've, I've emailed that to you now. If oh, you oh, did it come through? I, I can't. You emailed I, it earlier. And I don't have up. access to your email, so I don't know. No, that's right. Um, but I will say that if you were a prior, um, if you participated in the pool this year, uh, you should have gotten the email today. Remember, the first game will be Saturday. Um, G State. That's G-State right. Georgia State, State the Mighty Panthers. Um, so I figured we would go through and do some picks since we got 40 bowls to pick. We'll pick some today and uh, make sure we well, get those done. And, then let's figure out the next time we do a podcast, so we'll, we'll figure out. Up until picks that up until then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think here, uh, we're going to do a short podcast. I'm going to have a little basketball minute in a moment before we get yeah. this. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to do a podcast. Uh, I think Scott and I, and not Tony now because he's broken my heart. We uh, uninvited is, him. Um, is are going to go to the Georgia Georgia Tech game uh, as segment on the 19th. So uh, I'm I may try to do a short podcast as well uh, in between now and then. But I think the next podcast that we're probably all going to do together, maybe. Will be the big, pre- preview, the big show. preview show, which I think we're going to do right after Christmas. So maybe we should do up to Christmas, up to what? the twenty seventh, uh, through the Aloha Bowl. Don't they play on Christmas? Let me look. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and pull this. Well, up. you know what? While you're looking, I wanted to go over things that interest me with ball games, and that's the ball swag. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting that you would say that because my my thought Are was Are you going to steal my thunder? No, no. Okay. I was about to say for some of these bowls, which I. I'm interested in as a consumer of college football. I could care less really about who wins or even devoting a lot of thought to who's going to win. Talk about the uniforms. I'll be an old man, but yeah. like, get off my lawn. But well, I haven't, I haven't investigated what kind of uh, uniforms they're going to wear. I, I think it's cute yeah. that you don't already know that. Yeah. If we want to do bowls, we can do all, we can do all the way through the 28th. Yeah. Oh, how, we about, how about this? All but the New Year's Day balls. Whatever. Yeah, we can do all, all, all the New Year's Day if we want to. Absolutely, we can. Whatever bowl games we discuss, I will not really make a pick. I will discuss kind of the highlights of their bowl swag. That'll be my pick. <laughs> well, I think we should only go to like the 26th, because otherwise we're going to be doing bowl games for the That's next fine. hour. So let's let's go up to the 28th. Sure. And we'll have the 28th. Uh, do you want me to – can I host the, the bowl? Because I've got – got got Yeah, 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 yeah do okay. it. Okay, well, first off, I'm going to have a basketball minute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, basketball minute, Georgia is currently 7-1. and one. They have not played in forever. They've played about as often as we podcasted. It feels <laughs> like they have not played in so long. They play Saturday. They play at Massachusetts. It's a very winnable game. Is that game uh, in Amherst? Uh, uh, yes, it is. Okay. And uh, then they've got the two tough ones. Uh, Georgia Tech is, has been on and off. Georgia Tech won a couple big games, and then they won, They beat Northwestern, and they've somehow lost at home to Grambling. Ooh. Probably probably the worst power it's five loss shocking of the season. That, they, that, that happened. Uh, but there's still there's quality there, and then they have the big game against Temple. Temple is a big game, but the Georgia. It's funny we mentioned this last time. Georgia's win at Marquette right before the SC Championship game is the type of win that gets you in the tournament. Yeah, that's a road win against a quality team. That we'll see. Uh, right now, Seth Davis just did his tournament projections. Georgia is in. Georgia really? is even comfortably in. That I've been like the last four in. Oh, wow. So uh, I think they're currently 29th or 30th in the AP Top 25. There's good stuff happening. Now, I, I would guess if they can win that Georgia Tech, Temple, and Massachusetts game, I think they will be ranked going into the SEC season, which, by the way, their season starts uh, at Kentucky on New Year's Eve. All New Year's Eve. So uh, that, which wow. is all kind of interesting thing. So, so there's a little basketball minute. Good things happening. Question on that. Who who will do the broadcast? Because Scott Howard does basketball and football. Is he going to uh, Cam Campbell Philpot did those games on the West Coast. 
uh, at the end of the season, Campbell Philpott and Mark Sloniker. So I assume it'll be the same two because they, they will. They definitely, the crew will definitely be. It won't Pasadena. be Jeff Dancer. Doing yeah, it? I, I don't think uh, Dancer. Gonna... I think Dancer only does the lady, the ladies' games now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to risk him trying to get from Lexington no. to Pasadena on New Year's Eve. No, but Campbell Philpott <laughs> did the. Um, he did the the games on the West Coast for the uh, uh, the Wooden Challenge and also the Marquette game along with Mark Sloniker. So good stuff for the basketball yeah. team right now. And I'll say, you know, we we went, you and I went uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and then I sat right by y'all yeah. uh, for the last game against Winthrop. Against Winthrop, and Georgia has played um, really, really stunningly good basketball at times and stunningly bad basketball yeah. at times. And the thing thinking about it is, everybody's like, "Well, that's a typical Georgia thing. You're gonna screw up and lose a game." Thing is, we haven't yet, right? I mean, these are games that Mark Fox teams have lost. That have kept us out of the tournament over the past exactly three years or whatever, however long it's been. These are the games that his teams are pulling out. He's still with a really young roster. He's actually playing the youngsters, which is new. I don't know if there's more trust in them. They're better. However, you want to frame it, choice. or having yeah. no choice. But he's coming really close to finding a couple of really good rotations. Yeah. That- and Turtle has been really nice. I think the, the, you know you said in the offseason a guy that really needed to take a big step forward, and he has. Yes. Uh, defensively, there's still some issues. But he's scoring, and they need that second guy to score. So yeah. exciting things, good stuff. Knock on wood. I do. We've discussed this at the beginning of the year. I do think Georgia needs to make the tournament for him to keep his job. Uh, not because I think he's a bad coach, but it's, you're looking at seven years at that yeah. point. Yeah. You need to probably get. Uh, and it doesn't doesn't help that his former team is probably one of the top two or three teams in the West, not named. Yeah. Well, you can't really say Arizona now, Southern Cal, yeah. Yeah. and Oregon. So, so all right. So bowl games. Anything else we want to get to? Any other Georgia-related things? We have some reviews and other things we're going to do in yeah, a few we'll minutes. Get to, I've got questions via Twitter okay. and cool. reviews later. Okay, so we'll, roll through these. Let's roll through, yeah, let's let's roll, let's roll through the bowl let's games. If okay. there's any particularly unusual swag, jump in. But otherwise, uh, otherwise. Oh, okay. Um, okay. First bowl game is at 1 p.m. on Saturday, December 16th. Troy, or Twa, as I prefer to call them, uh, against North Texas in the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl on ESPN. Give me Georgia State. No, Georgia, Troy, North <laughs> Texas. We're not to Georgia State. Oh, I'm yet. taking Troy all day. That's a crazy. That's a. You know, I, said, a I'm not, I said I'm not interested. A team that beat LSU against a team that is surprisingly good, good coach. Yeah. I'm still taking Troy. It's a Troy. fun. It is Troy. the first football game, and it's going Troy. to be very fun. So I'm going to go ahead and set this up so I don't have to explain it every time. One of their gifts on the swag is called a gift suite and basically what the NCAA allows is each bowl to award up to $550 worth of gifts for 125 per- participants per school. So when someone says gift suite it's kind of ambiguous it's probably has to do with the sponsor so maybe they'll get some New Orleans swag but yeah it's a gift suite and a fossil watch fossil. and who doesn't own or want a fossil watch Okay so you taking Troy I don't care <laughs> This is a fun pick segment. Um, I, Troy has won 10 games this year. That's a good team. I'm taking Troy. At 2.30 on CBS Sports Network, my your fa- which is where what Georgia played on uh, at, uh, again, at Marquette, right before the SC Championship game. Another reason nobody watched it. In the AutoNation Cure Bowl, 2.30 p.m. Saturday, Western Kentucky, a.k.a. a team that lost to Illinois this year, uh, against my Georgia State Panthers. Eventually, I hope they've. It's a goal of mine to talk. Uh, I talked to a lot of people. I wrote that piece about uh, 
Georgia State Stadium, which are field. I've talked to a lot of Georgia State people about it. I'm trying. I, they eventually would like to get a bowl game there. Yeah, they'd like to get like a little side, like a smaller this level of bowl game to play at the old Turner Field, which I think would be a really fun thing around this time of the year. Would be kind of a fun thing. Maybe a six and six team versus a five and seven. Yes, yeah, just like uh, the, yeah. just like this game, a six and six team against a six six team. Uh, I'm taking Georgia State because I have to take Georgia State. Yeah, just give me Georgia State. I tried to pick them earlier. <laughs> I might pick them three or more, four more times. They're going to get a watch, a backpack, some warm-up pants, a jacket, a dry-fit long-sleeve shirt, and a hat. Yeah, man. That kind of fits that kind of game. Yes. Kind of pasty. <clears throat> 3.30 on Saturday the 16th. Probably the best bowl game of the day. Oregon, the newly coachless State, right? Oregon, yeah. against number 25, Boise State, 3.30 p.m. ABC. What bowl is this? This is the Las Vegas Bowl. Look, I've long said the Vegas Bowl should be a six and six SEC versus six and six Pac twelve, because let me tell you something: SEC and Pac twelve in that game would show <laughs> out. Um, having said that, uh, give me Boise State since they have a coach. Okay, I'm taking I'm taking Oregon. The highlight of the gift suite or not gift suite? The highlight of the swag there is something called a Rock'em socks sock outfit or something like that, and a beanie. I actually listened to the Solid Verbal podcast. They explained what those socks were. They are rock socks. They um, are the they they have the bands like yeah. old bands like the Led Zeppelin socks. That's the idea. Yeah. They don't actually you, make rock music. Those guys are going to love those. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. Those players are really into. They're going to look at them like into the Zepp, Zeppelin. Um, all right. ESPN Saturday four three five games on this Saturday. Love it. Marshall, the Marshall Thundering Herd in the Gilden New Mexico Bowl against, hey, it's Bobo's Colorado State. Colorado Two State. green teams. Two green wow. teams. The Thundering Herd and the Rams. I'm going all Bobo all the time. Yeah, there's, there's nothing there's nothing that makes me think that people in West Virginia buy expensive underwear like Gildan. So, yeah, give me, give me the Rams. Let me see. They're going to get a fidget spinner. Um, a Gildan Stadium blanket, some Oakley sunglasses, and a tumbler, amongst like, other things. Like Mike Bubba Nari, have a pair of Oakleys. That's good. Fidget spinner. Yeah. Fidget spinner. I'm, I'm trying to sound like Bobo, and I can't. I just no, can't you, do it. You sound like uh, I, I boom hour. I know. I sound like boom hour. Joe Kynes. Final game, <laughs> Saturday, ESPN, 8 o'clock, the Raycom Media Cam, 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 Camellia Bowl. Camilla. There's an eye in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, be that as it may. Um, Middle Tennessee State, 6-6 six and six against Arkansas State, 7-4. and four. Taking the Red Wolves. I'm taking Middle Tennessee State. One of the things they're going to get is a big game autographed football. That'll really get them excited about Signed it. by just like just the, the guy who made it. Probably, probably the, the CEO of the sponsor. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, big, like, great job, guys. Yeah, yeah, the big, CEO of big, Cam- Camilla. Big JB from uh, Camilla from, from the barbecue place. Is this Cam- like Camilla, Georgia? No, Camellia Ball. Camellia Ball, okay. Tuesday, December 19th, the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca <laughs> Raton Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what any of those words mean. 7 p.m. on ESPN, Akron, the Zips, against, you know it, Coach Kiffin's Florida Atlantic Towns. Oh, 10 in a row. He is going to score all the points on the Akron. Uh, I mean, this is a 10-win 10, a 10 team against a 6-6 six and six team in their home stadium. Yeah. I know. Yeah, this game is in Florida Atlantic's home stadium. Listen, I, the last three weeks of Lane Kiffin have been very enjoyable. So I, I think he's going to enjoy this We've spent too moment. little time talking about that Tennessee coaching search. Yeah. 
I think we should devote a lot of time to that in off season. He's going to be enjoying himself. Nothing of interest to to note. Just the gift suite. The gift bag the is just yeah. it's just is Lane not, Kiffin is jumping not, out of a cake. Is not Lane Kiffin enough it of a, a swag? Yeah. Okay. Wednesday, December twentieth, eight p.m. ESPN. The DXL Frisco Bowl. Louisiana Tech six and six against SMU Mustangs. Off of pro of the death penalty. Apparently, to stay after thirty five uh, years. Stay flesh wound penalty. Seven and five. This game is in Frisco, Texas. Frisco, I believe it is in Frisco. Not San or is that San Francisco? It's not San Francisco. It is in Fris- it is in Frisco, Texas, Toyota Stadium. Uh, SMU. Smooth. Was that one of the teams? Yes. Okay. Yes. But that isn't that where Chad Morris coached? SMU. Who left? Is he going to coach the game? Because he's at Arkansas now. I'm sure he's gone. I'm sure. Yeah, he's, he's gone. He's he's already recruiting new offensive linemen. He's going to miss out on the fossil watch. I we guess. miss Burt. Fossil Watch. Thursday, December 21st, 8 p.m. ESPN, the Temple Owls, 6 and 6. I'm sorry, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. (laughs) The Temple Owls, 6 and 6, against the Florida International, whatever they are. Panthers. Panthers. They might be the Panthers. Sure. 8 and 4. I'm taking Temple. Yeah, give me Temple. Give me the Oakley backpack and the neck pillow that they get. The neck pillow. They get a neck pillow. You're going to need that because they're required to take the mega bus there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, two games on Friday, December 22nd. You should not be watching this first one because you should be watching Temple play Georgia. In basketball, 12.30 p.m. on ESPN, the Bahamas Bowl. Ohio Bobcats 8-4 and four against one of my favorite stories of the bowl season, the Alabama-Birmingham Blazers or the Blazers, Blazers, right? Who, of course, almost killed football, and now they're in a bowl game. I'm taking UAB. Got to take UAB. Gotta and by the way, low-key, I would love to go to this bowl game. In the Bahamas? Are you oh, kidding yeah. me? Yeah, it's they lucked played, out. It's played at a cricket stadium. Does that mean the game lasts 24 hours? <laughs> no, I bet they score points for rubbing their legs together. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was a wicked googly. They get some sandals, a drawstring <laughs> backpack, and a beach towel. I mean, that's appropriate. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have, like, five drawstring backpacks from... I just assumed they were going to get hustled at the market by the cruise terminal. One of my favorite bowl games every year comes right after this one. It is 4.30, excuse me, 4 p.m. on ESPN, December 22nd. The the famous Idaho Potato Bowl playing on the blue turf. On the blue turf. Central Michigan Chippewas, I believe, against the Wyoming Cowboys. It's all I can do not to go yell Powder River here, but they've been terrible this year. Josh Allen's looked bad. Yeah, remember, but although the weather's gonna be bad, so remember, remember that game against Iowa is gonna be like his big showcase, and then yes. he fell flat in his face, and really is not. Yeah, you know he's projected to go, I think, seventh in uh, Todd, Todd McShay's Man, new that mock reeks draft. of Gabbert, like the guy that's got all the measurables he get excited about, and then and then crazy, just could it didn't work when, yeah. he, when he actually played. You're taking Central Michigan, aren't you? I'm taking uh, Central Michigan. I mean, I'm not picking this game, but I would take Wyoming because they're kind of in that uh, part I mean, of the region. The they're getting a sack of potatoes and probably some French fries. They're going to get some Oakley sunglasses and a beanie. Some tots of the tater variety. Saturday, December 23rd, three games noon on ESPN. The Birmingham Bowl. Is that game in Birmingham? A little shout out for Birmingham. I know we're not talking politics in the podcast, but I think we can all take a step back and just be happy that a child molester is not in the Senate. Texas well, Tech, a known child molester. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Yes, I, I didn't. I didn't say alleged for a reason. <clears throat> the 
Texas Tech, 6-6 six and six against South Florida, 9-2. and two. I'm taking South Florida. Yeah, I'm taking – yeah, give me South Florida. Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong, he nice knows, year, 9-2. He, he knows Birmingham. 9-2 and, and almost beat – like this close to beating Central Florida. Yeah. Nothing of note. That's what it says. Nothing, get, of, uh, nothing of note. Don't get, get Dreamland uh, ribs or something? I mean, I would, I would, th- I would hope so. I think, you get a, I think you get banned from the mall, I think, for actually playing <laughs> 3.30 p.m. This game will score more than in the teens. <laughs> ESPN, oh, <laughs> the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. San Diego State as Tech's 10-2 against the U.S. Army. The entire Army will be playing that game. <laughs> I guess By the same. way, this is going to be a low-key, really good game. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be fun. Those are, yeah. It's two different offensive philosophies. I, I'm taking San Diego State, but it's going to be – that might be the best game of the That'll next – fun one. Up until – like, yeah. we get to New Year's Day. That's a fun one. Any swag? No swag. 7 p.m. ESPN, December 23rd. The Dollar General Bowl. Can't imagine the swag God. for that game. Just a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of junk that you can't... you just like, it's not even worth putting this in the backpack. To the Toledo Rockets, 11-2 and two against the team that you may remember many people thought might beat your Georgia Bulldogs in the first game this season. Appalachian State, 8-4. and four. Give me the ears. I'm I, taking App State. I can't find it listed. Probably just, oh, wait, wait, wait. Here maybe, we go. maybe they have to bring stuff to the Dollar General. Maybe that's the deal. Alexa. They get an, they get an Amazon Echo oh, okay. and some Maui Jim sunglasses. I don't like what you're talking about. And a about Wilson me. football. I don't like what you talk about my wife that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christmas Eve, 8.30 p.m. This is a, a good way to, while... While waiting for Santa to watch the Hawaii Bowl, Fresno State Bulldogs against the Houston Cougars. Houston. Houston. Can you talk about how free, carefree, or what is the, the line in, uh, what's the country song, Footloose and Fancy Free? Yeah. Mo that's, how, yeah. that's how he was in that game against Virginia. Uh, he looked like Jim McElwain walking off the field against Georgia. That whole game, he was just like, whatever, punt. Sure, why not punt here? It's fourth down, coach. Uh, throw a pass. So that was uh, what Heinz Ward and Champ Bailey's last game. Yeah, it was their last game. Yeah, that, that was, was like the fourth time that Georgia played Virginia in a span of like two years. <laughs> it felt something. like we played them up in the ACC. Get them again. Get them again. A couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So um, still give right. me Houston. So no good swag from the Hawaii Bowl. I couldn't find. I assume it. everybody not, just gets. This is not in alphabetical order, yeah. so I'm struggling over here. I just think all of those players are going to get laid. <laughs> come on, that's a good dad joke. That's a good dad joke. Will, come on. Come on, that's a good dad joke. I blushed. They're in Hawaii. I blushed. They're getting laid. Yeah, I've seen, you understand. But when you explain it, it ruins it. <laughs> well, that's why I did it after I said the joke the first time. Okay, day after Christmas. I'm going to say against them all. What? Uh, you can watch this game while at your local store waiting to return all the crappy gifts that you got. 1.30 p.m. ESPN, the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl. The Utah, what's a Ute? 6-6 six and six against the West Virginia Mountaineers, 7-5. and five. Zaxby's in Athens. They should sponsor the bowl in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Give, me, give me Utah. Uh, I'm taking Utah. Yep. I assume they get some Zaxby's. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's... You get some sack sauce. I can't no, find I mean, I'm glad. I'm, I one thing I like I've, things I've learned about the South. I'm glad there's a whole chicken chain that exists only because Chick Fil A is, is closed on Sundays. 
Like, I've never eaten Zaxby's at any other time. Really? Yeah. Well, Zaxby's exists because the owners worked at a place called Guthrie's, and oh, yeah. uh, they moved to they moved to to Statesboro, where they were from, and decided we needed Guthrie's here, and they named it Zaxby's. Yeah. Because I think it's not Zaxby's. Great? Is that bad? I'm sorry. I think it's Chick-fil-A's, good. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. The only time I've ever eaten it is because is when Chick Fil A's been closed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know why you would. Guthrie's do. was better. Back in the day? I think others is better, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. sauce and the yeah. fingers were definitely and, different. And you could make the argument that there are other chains just like Zaxby's that actually are better. The thing I like Raising about... Raising Cane's. I, the thing I like about Zaxby's, uh, and, and this is not for any, not for nothing, they offer selections beyond just simply fried chicken fingers, which I personally can see no reason why you would eat anything but that there. But there are people that I travel with who maybe occasionally want a salad. And Zaxby's does a good job of make offerings outside of that. All right. Not to mention, they're a good, good, good corporate uh, entity here in Athens. They support a lot. I'm pro, I'm pro the corporate You're entity. You're pro corporate entity. I eat them on Sundays. Yes. Um, I just can't, like, if I start ch- picking and choosing my food on, on whether they're good corporate entities or not, I'm, I mean. You'll, you'll never eat. I'll never eat. Uh, that's exactly right. 515, day after Christmas, the Quick Lane Bowl. Duke, Blue Devils, 6-6 six and six against the one... Uh, one of the two teams from the state of Illinois playing the bowl game this year, the Northern Illinois Huskies, eight and four. I am picking Duke. Yeah, give me Duke. Now, this bowl has the best bowl swag, in my opinion. And I'm not going to go through all of them from like the backpack, the mini helmet. Each player gets their own life size fat head of themselves. <laughs> that's a good, that's a cool. That's pretty strong. Yeah. If you're like a. I was ready to make fun of you because I thought yeah. you were going to say something about, you know, like, their own customized color scheme jersey yeah. palette something. If but. you're like the backup oh, offensive lineman for Northern Illinois, yeah, that's, that's the peak. coolest you thing peaked. you will ever get. Right. That is awesome. Okay, final game on December 26th, the 9 p.m. on ESPN, the Cactus Bowl. Kansas State. Arizona. Kansas State Wildcats 7-5 and five against the UCLA Bruins, soon to be... Chip Kelly'd up. He will not be coaching this game. Six and six. I am taking Kansas State and UCLA having like just a full on. All their fans do the. This is the low point before Kelly comes and fixes everything. Game. Yeah, give me, uh, give me Evergreen, Bill Snyder. No, no, no swag to mention. No swag. Okay, only two more days of games because because our next show we're going to tape on the twenty seventh. So we'll do the rest of the bowl games after that. So only two more games days left. Not two more games though, unfortunately. Wednesday, December twenty seventh, one thirty p.m. The Walk Ons Independence Bowl. Independence Bowl, baby. Southern Miss eight and four against. The Florida State Seminole six and six for all the talk last year about Georgia like having like not being a cool enough bowl game like this is like this is they had to reschedule games against yeah. UL Monroe to get eligible yeah like this is not the craft fight hunger game but it's essentially the craft fight hunger game yeah I'm uh, taking Florida State uh uh-uh, uh Golden Eagles gonna run them up down the field give themselves a Yeti cooler really no wrong with that absolutely oh man Kyle's coming through. What I would argue is, without question, the dullest bowl game possible. 5.15 on ESPN, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. Boston College, 7-5 against Iowa, 7-5. I'm actually getting sleepy just thinking about this game. Over and under on this game is like, what, 17 points? Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a pleasant game to watch. I'm picking Iowa, but yeah. 
Sure. Give me Again, Iowa. don't forget that's uh, Iowa beat Ohio State by 31 points. That's I, right. I can't yeah. believe anyone even considered them. Give me Iowa, and I hope it snows or something. <laughs> and they get a variety of new era products. This is shocking information. <laughs> yeah, so they can play Yankee Stadium, which would be a cool place. I always, when, I lived in, when I lived in New York, I always wanted Illinois to make this bowl game. It would have been fun to watch them play. Yeah. Alas, it never happened. 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday, December 27th, the Foster Farms Bowl. The Arizona Wildcats, 7-5 and five against future SEC coach, I might argue, Jeff Brom and the Purdue Boilermakers, 6-6. Six and six. This game's at Levi, right? I believe so, Or yes. is it Pacville? I'm going to check. It is at or not Levi. Is it Levi? Hey, Arizona finally got to play at Levi Stadium. <laughs> uh, give me Jeff Brom's team. Okay. Um, some noise-canceling headphones and a $25 iTunes card, yeah. amongst other things. And because it's the Foster Farms Bowl, you get a either a farm or a foster child. I Whichever think you, one is actually more convenient for you. I think you get your own pre-patched turkey breast or yeah. something. <laughs> just kidding. I like the idea. It's the Foster Farms Bowl. You get a foster child. That's just sort of the bull swag. <clears throat> Final game on Wednesday, September 27th, 9 p.m. ESPN, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. Texas Bowl, a place where Illinois once wiped out <clears throat> Robert Griffin III. Speaking of Texas, the Texas Longhorns, 6-6 six and six, against the Missouri Tigers, 7-5. and five. Kind of an interesting game. Oh, this is my favorite bowl game yeah. besides the Rose Bowl. Yeah, Y'all, this... Okay, we can't overlook the fact that Missouri started the season out and and then won six in a row. Yeah, um, he got an extension. Did you see that? Like we yeah. thought he was toast a mo- uh, two months ago. Um, and and also, this is the first ACC team you've mentioned. Yes. So give me give me Missouri on the homers pick. I'm also thinking Missouri. Of course, they get a belt buckle with Texas Bowl emblazoned on the front. Look at you guys, by awesome. the way. Of course. After after Missouri shouldn't be in the SEC. Now it's a homers pick. The you guys. I didn't say I'm pulling for No, no, no. Will, not <laughs> no, you guys, sorry, me. Sorry, Don't y'all. you guys, me. Sorry, that was Scott. That was Scott. Okay, final day. Are we of done games. with this? This is boring. I told you there was a lot of games. Thursday, December 28th, 1.30 p.m., ESPN Military Bowl, presented by Northrum Grumman. Virginia Cavaliers, 6-6 six and six against the Navy Midshipmen, 6-6. Six and six. I'm thinking Navy. Navy. I'm assuming you get... Like a bazooka. <laughs> An airplane. <laughs> 12, uh, 5.15 on Thursday, December 28th, ESPN, the Camping World Bowl. Number 22, Virginia Tech Hokies against the number 19, Oklahoma State Cowboys. 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 It's I'm taking Virginia Tech. I'm, I was thinking, I'm taking Virginia Tech. Like I said, it's not they enough the Cowboys order, too? so no. yeah. I can't find them fast enough, so nine, it doesn't matter. 9 p.m. ESPN, the Valero Alamo Bowl. I warned you about the number of games, guys. I'd but, rather talk like Big Ten basketball than this. <clears throat> Sorry. You liked it at first? Valero yeah. Alamo Bowl, number 13, Stanford Cardinal, 9-4 and four, against number 15, the team that last year, Georgia, faced in the bowl game, the TCU Horned Frogs. I am taking Stanford. Give me TCU. Now, they, they get something interesting. They get a new Amazon Echo show, which basically is like a little TV okay. that has Alexa in it. So, cool. thumbs up to that. Alexa is my wife. They get their own barrel of oil also. <laughs> All right. And the final bowl mm-hmm. game that we're going to talk about. Though we'll go back. There are fewer bowl games after this, so don't worry. Yes. So, uh, when we do the next show, we will not, this will not take as long. There's 40 bowl games. There's 41, if you got the Grambling game. Which right. Right. 9 p.m. FS1. So it means it's probably a. Nobody uh, will see it. Yeah, nobody will see it, but it will be a, 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 a what's his face game. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson game. 
Number, and I feel like this is the right coach for a game like that. Number 18, Washington State. Sorry, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. The Holiday Bowl, baby. The, I prefer the San Diego County Credit Union part of that. Washington State Cougars 9-3 and three against the number 16 Michigan State Spartans 9-3. and three. Give me Mike Leach all day long. Mike, damn Leach. I got, I got so frustrated with the bowls, I slammed my computer down and cut our recording off. No, we're good. Not we're good, good now. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> Are we but back? I, but I closed my computer because I was just like over it. I tried to warn you that we're all No, I thought, look, this is, I think the content is good. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you've listened this far, you definitely have to get into the bowl pick'em. Yes, uh, yes. If you can't find the link, if Scott doesn't post it, uh, I might not even post this episode. Send me to Twiskids now. <laughs> Tweet me and I'll, I'll get it to you. All right. You said there were questions? Yeah. So, right. I'm going to get to some that have uh, been a little bit more historical questions. But right before we uh, recorded, I sent out a tweet saying that we are about to record. And so we had a couple of questions sent in. So I'm going to read these and I want some fast answers. All right. Number one uh, that was sent in about one hour ago. Uh, Will Dyer at Dilly Wee uh, has two questions. The best 50-ish dollar bourbon for gifting and relative relative to the dog's strengths and weaknesses, are you more concerned about Mayfield's legs or arm? Um, the first question, Eagle Rare, um, or maybe if you like if you like Larceny, that's that one fits. Too. Angel's Envy is pretty. Angel Envy is is good if you like. Is it again? It's a style. Yeah. Um, I'm actually more concerned about his legs right now. Just thinking about it, um, he's going to get his yards through the. Our, but our pass defense has been pretty good. I'm not worried about his arm. You, do you agree on the bourbon choice? Um, sure. Okay. Um, at Ham Armit, Hamilton Armit asks, what's the best way to put pressure on Mayfield? Kirby talks about rushing four um, as well as what he likes to do. I, I, he misspelled, or there's a dangling participle, or isn't that, <laughs> isn't that what you call it? <laughs> But how, how? Here's the question. How, Somebody's been reading their day of the day, yeah. their word of the day calendar. Someone's been diagramming sentences in his spare time. <laughs> but how realistic is it to do that, considering, considering basically Oklahoma's O line is a standout. They have multiple receiving options, including their running backs. Do you send a blitz sometimes? I I say very rarely. I mean, only if you got Roquan spying on. Yeah, it's interesting that because you know early in the podcast I mentioned that I'm started thinking through I'm, I'm going from excitement about going to the Rose Bowl to no, there's uh, a game nervousness there's, a game. there's <laughs> nervousness about assessing the game and and we'll certainly talk about this on the 27th but I think one of the keys is exactly how we handle the question you're asking frankly I think we we will blitz some I think we will blitz in non-standard times and I think it's going to be an interesting matchup with Roquan Smith spying uh, Baker Mayfield. I think I would be careful about blitzing yeah. too much for a guy that can run. Yep. I agree. Um, question from at Coday Laney, Cody Laney. Um, would like to know your honest opinion on Eason's future in college football. Would also like to hear what you guys would say or think if you were told Georgia would be in the college football playoff this year, right after that loss to Georgia Tech last season. <laughs> well, if you remember, after that loss, if you go back and listen to that show, I was actually the least despairing. Because I was like, guys, if you really take a step back from it, and I think history has proven me somewhat correct in this. Other than that last quarter going off the, off the rails, 
Georgia finished strong last year. Like the, the second half after the Florida game, they played a lot better. They were making steady improvement, and they were doing fine in that Georgia Tech game too. Until that last quarter got off of hand. So I wouldn't. I would have not thought they made the college football playoff, but I would have expected to to have had a much better year than they did last year. Yeah, I, can't. I wasn't despairing after that loss. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. What was the first part of the question? Um, would like to know your Eason. honest opinion on Easton's future. Um, I, you know, I. I all signs point to everyone thinks he should transfer. Honestly, I don't know. I, I if I think he would transfer, I think it'd be hard to blame him. The, the no, only, I can't blame him if he does. The only question is, to me, I'm, I'm almost curious, more curious as to where, like where he Washington State to. or Washington, because I mean he really Browning, wants to, he Jake really Browning wants Browning to play in the NFL. Uh, those quarterbacks are maybe you go play for Lithuania. Good, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the Ball brothers. Damn. <laughs> So, I mean, he's not going to Michigan. Uh, thank you, Shea Patterson. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think, it's, I think it'll be an interesting parlor game to see where he goes. Um, but I think he goes somewhere. I don't think he goes back to Washington. Look, I think he goes to – he'll go to – listen, he picked Georgia because he thought it was the best system to get in the NFL. Yep. He's going to pick wherever's next. Yep. He picks the, the best system to get in the NFL. Illinois can use quarterback. And it, and it absolutely has to be said he's been a hell of a teammate this year. Um, he's, he's been, been awesome. He's been he's awesome. Been if you look, he's the first guy that uh, that like meets from off the field. He is. He does not try to overtake from when they're having offensive uh, talk time. It's just he's really impressive. Anybody that was down on him, his maturity, on his leadership, or whatever else you want to say about him coming into this season, that narrative was proven false. You've never heard a word like for crying out loud. Just as even it has to be even almost humiliating. To just come in and just hand the ball off ten times yeah. at the end of all these and games. And he does it. And he, he does, doesn't, he doesn't does say it. a word. Yep. He doesn't, yeah, I mean, I, I think you've learned a lot about him. And I, I, I hope by now everyone is off his case. I think he certainly earned it. Um, at Southern Shepherd, um, UGA defense who feasted on supposedly weak offenses or the vaunted Oklahoma offense who racked up points versus pillow soft Big 12 defenses. I've been saying this provides an interesting case study for the they don't play defense out there because the narrative is going to be if we don't we don't win this game um, that that was a bunch of bluster. So I, I'm not willing to say which one it is yet. Uh, it's a good question because I think that's the crux of the matter. I mean, I think it's literally the decisive thing on who wins. Yep. If they, like if it, if I, I think Georgia can score a lot of points, but Oklahoma. Can score has shown that they can score a ton of points. If Georgia, uh, if that that is the question, is if Georgia can shut down that idea that you know what in the SEC we play defense here. If they can actually do that, I think they'll not only win. I think they'll win relatively handily. But if Georgia has to score with them, that's when things get a little hairy. Yeah. Um, some past Twitter mentions uh, throughout the past eight or nine days that uh, were kind of highlighted. Um, at Georgia on tap and at Kim C. Feldman both tweeted how excited they were hearing Will on NPR, which we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier in the podcast. I love that we have NPR listeners, by the way. Yeah. Like the, there is a yeah. the Venn diagram between Wade since last Saturday podcast. I like it. Listeners I like and it. NPR listeners. Even though Tony's not one of them. Yeah, I don't listen to NPR. <laughs> Dude, I, I listen say, to – why? What? Yeah. I listen to NPR. Oh, it's you that don't listen to him. Yeah, I don't listen to him. I don't listen to him. I, don't I actually am on it. NPR like pretty regularly. And I, I, can, I can confirm. What station always, is it on? 90.1. So I don't go down that it, it absolutely, every time I'd like, oh, that's Will. 
It's I like don't listen to the moment. radio. Like it's nothing yeah. against NPR. I just don't listen to the radio. I listen to podcasts or listen to my own music. Yeah, I listen to podcasts mostly, but if I the radio on, it's probably NPR. Or Power 100.1. I know. God, please, no. Well, my kids are in the car, but <laughs> yeah. Funny. I listen to I3 not. And I3 to 3, which yeah. is uh, well, That's local. a good station. It's a very good station. See, my very wife's got that. It just hits one on Sirius. It's yes. just every it's... song that's just breaking my soul. Yes. 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 Oh. I'm sorry. Imagine Dragons are just the worst thing that's ever, like. Is that like the new Nickelback? Oh, um, yeah. they're more like the more the new Fallout Boy. Yes, that's right. What they are. Yes, and they're oh, that Thunder told, song is like told, honestly one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Totally the only way I ever hear you a moment a, a song strikes you at the right moment. Nice shot by Filter came on. Ah, that like, song rules. I found, I found like I found myself driving sixty miles an hour. It's just like something about that song. It's just oh like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was a place and time song, but oh, yeah, song actually, short short bus is a really good album. Yeah, that's a good album. Now I'm thinking of like bands like Tool, Tool, and yeah. Helmet, yeah. yeah, Bird Dog Shoot You, yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I could talk about <laughs> '90s bands all day. All right, so Sea Dog Knight asks, "Do y'all think in the next ten years will anyone other than a quarterback or a running back be awarded the Heisman?" No. Nope. You don't think like a wide receiver like nope. D.D. Westbrook was up for it last year. Uh, it's it, it takes such a weird conglomeration of yeah. like they'd have to be a return man. Yeah, like even Desmond Howard only got it because he did the he yeah. did the thing. Like it's yeah. I mean again, this is why people don't like the Heisman anymore. It's a purely marketing award. Yep. Yeah. Um, hey, Berto asks, are you guys doing a bowl pool? Yes. You just heard <laughs> yeah. forty minutes worth of discussion. I don't want you. Um, at Booby Miles eighty three, asked if this was still the two team BCS, who would be playing for the national championship game? That's would the dogs question. have been left out? I don't think so. I, I I find it it's an interesting parlor game. I just think it's Clemson and Georgia. Um, I think you have, although the narrative of the Big Twelve, especially towards the bottom, was better this year, might have carried Oklahoma. Um, when you look at who they lost to, who Georgia lost to, even though it was a higher point total than who Oklahoma lost to, uh, the fact they came back and then turned around and thoroughly dominated the team they lost to uh, in the SEC championship game, I, I have a feeling they would have vaulted Georgia up and put them over Oklahoma. I, you know, you mentioned this uh, on the WSLS Twitter about like an argument which could be very well be made for Georgia to be number one. Yep. And I was afraid we would be. Yeah, and I agree because I want to play Alabama. Well, it's not just that. I, I, yeah, yeah. And um, and he, he wouldn't be in Pasadena. He'd be in yeah. uh, in New Orleans, which is fine. Which is totally fine. Um, I think I understand why Georgia's number three right now. I think they would have picked them too. I, I, I think it's. I think if you really like, right now it doesn't really matter who you put two or three. So I don't think they put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, they're just like whatever. It, it made it easy. It, the, having four teams made yeah. it easy for them to put Georgia and Oklahoma together. Yeah. And, and, and that, who cares who's up there? at that point? You're yeah. really just what color jerseys you wear in the Rose Bowl. Exactly, and particularly because and that is important. Oklahoma was already ahead of Georgia, so I think this, the path of least resistance was just to put them at two three. But if it really would have come down to it, if you really put the resumes together, Georgia's wins. Uh, Oklahoma's loss, Georgia avenging its loss. I have a hard time. If anything, I think I would almost argue the bat- debate would be between Clemson Oklahoma and Clemson than yeah. it would be from Georgia. Um, at Sharkfin Hat, enjoyed the post SEC game show, guys. That was a fun show. Oh, we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing that Larry Culpepper isn't funny. Next up, we need to nuke those 
Bud Light Dilly Dilly commercials, which yeah, I disagree because I, I like the Dilly Dilly. I find myself saying Dylan Dilly more and more and I hate myself for it. <laughs> I am. Uh, I feel like this world is corporate enough without me having to watch commercials. I, I, commercials are running your, your brains. We should ignore all of them. And this wasn't necessarily a tweet, but um, Seth Emerson wrote an article in his mailbag or answered a question. Someone had asked, what other Blue Blood programs has Georgia never played? And his answer in the text of it, and I, I think I quoted it correctly, is uh, he said, Oklahoma may be the last such program that Georgia's never played, unless someone wants to make an argument for programs like Illinois. And then in parentheses, he put don't. don't. I thought that was a nice... Listen, I'm not going to claim that Illinois is a Blue Blood program. <laughs> However, like Red was that, Grange, was that, was that a shot? To like, however, I'm going to argue that they are. Like literally, like Red Grange and Dick Buck is finally yeah, no. They we were have two Herschel Walkers. No, they were they were they were a huge deal. Like the like, Bears are the Bears. internal combustion was a big thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's been a while. There's no question. But uh, but Dick Buck is listen. Was Herschel Walker on my two dads? I do not believe that he was. Only because he didn't want to be. Ooh, nice one. <laughs> Actually, so I, I, that, that's, a, that's a standing line. Uh, somebody, uh, an Oklahoma fan made some comment about, you know, Georgia ain't done nothing since 1980. I bet Herschel Walker's probably like on a walker and Vince Dooley's dead. And somebody, somebody, somebody I, I think uh, one of the, the either Vineyard Dog or um, Red Crake from um, the, the uh, Dog Sports was like, Actually, Herschel Walker would probably whip your ass right now <laughs> with one arm tied behind his back. I have to say, I also think that Vince Dooley could probably whip that guy's ass right now. Yeah, like, you met him recently. <laughs> yeah, and he's, I he feel is, comfortable. He is not elderly. Like, I mean, he's older, but he's not, like, he's not a like, he's, he's still quite from. He's married to Barbara. Yeah, you have to be. So, exactly. so who wins in a fight between Vince Dooley and Bill Schneider? Oh, Vince Dooley. I don't know who wins. I think Vince wins, but I think Barbara beats both their asses. I think Barbara <laughs> might beat Herschel Walker's ass. Together, yes. <laughs> so in case some of y'all are interested, um, there's some other – I wouldn't – some of them are blue blood. Not really. But there's some other known commodities that Georgia has never played. Tony, do you have any guesses? Um, there's, I, can't, I didn't write all of them down, mm. but I just wrote down about 11 that known were commodities. known commodities to me. So you know um, who they were. Like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Heard and, of them. And, and here's the thing: if Georgia were to schedule a home game with them, people would be like, "That's pretty cool." So uh, obviously. I'm going to go with Oregon because um, we at one time we're going to play them. We have played Oregon. Okay, then. Oh yeah, we played them in the early '80s. Go ahead. I don't know. And you want to take a stab? Are at these any? Power Five? Some most most of them are. Um, UNLV. That's not Power, that's not power five. 5. I know, but I'm just giving a list of it. Of, um, I guess well, I yeah, that's what I'm no, trying to I go through. Oh, you didn't even I'm trying to go to... Uh, BYU. Played, no, they played BYU. Um, 1980, they played BYU. Yeah, maybe something like Texas Tech or... No, well, that was the rain game. Remember? Oh, Bar- God, yes. Yeah. Let me try Minnesota. That's correct. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, Michigan State, we played them. Um, I'm really at a loss now. Yeah. now, now I'm going to be surprised when I hear. Now I want to see if I get another some one. more Big Ten teams. Let me try to notice that I didn't say I got Minnesota. Indiana? I was correct. Indiana? That is correct. Indiana would be a fun one for you. No, that would suck so bad. <laughs> um, we've never played Iowa. Wow. No. Iowa State? That's correct. Wow. Huh. Iowa State would be a fun little game. Have Especially if Jacob played- Park yeah, he's leaving there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Jacob Park spent more colleges than, than Rodney Garner. Um, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee. 
Try a Big 12. Big 12? Um, Kansas? That's right. Kansas. And? Kansas State. That's right. We've never played Kansas State. Kansas State would be fun. That would be fun. How about Pac-12? Uh, have we played UW? Washington? Nope. No. How about Oregon State? Yes. We have played them. Okay. Have we but played... we have not played Washington, which would be an awesome place to go to a game because yes. that's I would go in a heartbeat. I've been to that stadium before, yeah. the, before the reconstruction, but it is awesome. I've, I haven't gone to a game. I've been there. Um, have we played Washington State? No, that's the other one. Is it? Uh, I, was say, I, was I don't say, want anything to do with that game. We played the rest of the teams over the course of time in the Pac-12, Pac right? Yep. Yeah, so, I feel like there's no upside to playing like a Mike Leach. We, we've never played Utah. I didn't consider them. No. Oh, okay. I mean, they're not big enough. Really? No. I mean, they've only come about, I mean, because recently, like in the 80s, they weren't even a power, considered like a power five. They were I just mean, Utah. They beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Right. Let's not split hairs. Okay. Whatever you want. All right, yeah. Especially yours, because... Yeah, I don't have enough to split. <laughs> All right, and so the last bit of that was Georgia played Navy one time in 1957. <laughs> I think twice, 1913, 1957, but they've never played Army or Air Force. Oh, wow. Which, okay. that would be amazing to play one of the service academies. Quick yeah. prediction, in the rest of my lifetime, I am 42 years old, I've probably got at least a couple weeks left. Will Georgia ever play Illinois? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if Jacob Park was going to transfer again. It would have again. to be a Florida bowl game, but there's a lot of opportunities. you got Tax Slayer, you got Outback. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, it would, yeah, I think it's it, possible would, it would require yeah. Illinois having an amazing year and Georgia having a bad year. I think it could happen. But yeah. I think it could happen. Yeah, I think it could happen. Yeah, I think Absolutely. Could happen. I mean, we got stuck with Virginia three years in a row or yeah. Wisconsin. And, yeah, that would yeah. be a fun day. They've yep. almost played the NIT two straight years. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> that will, uh, hopefully that will come in the next that, couple yeah. of years. Hopefully that will stop. Well, well, Georgia, like well, Georgia and Illinois played. They had a game at the United Duluth, Center. No, they had a game in uh, the United Center and Duluth, in Gwinnett. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. Yes. And Illinois, lo- Illinois won the game at the United Center. Yeah, and lost the one in Duluth. In Duluth. So um, this, I'm not going to read this, but I, but I am going to retweet this after the show goes live, I guess you could say. Um, but there's a guy named uh, Jake Fincher, at Fincher underscore Jake. He sent us a tweet a couple of days ago. said, please give this a read. Hope you enjoy. Love the podcast. And I guess one thing that would be uh, unique to him is he has a Tumblr page like Will oh, wow. has a Tumblr page. Yeah. And he wrote, I, I read the article that he sent. It was something that he wrote. And it's basically a story of us, the three of us and a lot of us that listen to this podcast. Okay. And it's a story of how we've experienced uh, going to Georgia games as a son or a daughter. Um, you could look at it from that perspective, but the fact that we're dads now and take our own kids to the Georgia games, um, it's a perfect little summation of this man's feelings uh, of the SEC championship victory. And I think that surely all listeners will want to read it because um, it, it'll mean a lot to you. And I'm not going to read it right now because it's one of those things that'll get you misty. Is it it's very is a well review written. or is it on it's his... Just a, it's just his thoughts on winning the SEC championship. And it's on his Tumblr page. It's on his Tumblr page and it's about how he wished his dad, oh. he could have called his dad. It's very, it's very short, very well written. I thought it was very touching. And so I'm going to uh, link that in our show notes page and I'm going to tweet it out. Uh, so yes. thanks, Jake, for that. I I'd enjoyed, like to read that. I enjoyed uh, reading it. Um, so the last thing we're going to do is we are going to get into the podcast reviews that we have received over the past, um, I don't know, two weeks since uh, we last went over because we had some real um, things to discuss, which was the SEC championship game and everything. And so we left, we kind of kept tabling that. Um, But before I start on that, I want to give a special thank you to a man named Elliot Caldwell. 
He's the executive director of Georgia Bikes. And last week at the downtown Athens Christmas Parade, the Georgia Bikes contingent comes riding by and they're all riding on their bikes. And all of a sudden I hear kind of and see out of the corner of my eye, like, hey man, love the podcast. That, that's all I heard. And I saw this guy kind of ride by and my wife and kids are standing there going like, do you know him? And I'm like, no. And they're like, that's awesome. So, Do now. Cool so thing. he sent me a nice email. Did you respond email. saying, well, let's see if you make it through the bowl episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, exactly, yeah. yeah. How much of a fan are you? Yeah. How much By the way, fan? we have their downloads now. What's that matter? That's right. No. Yeah, we uh, might not have the next one. <laughs> but have you had that happen? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. I've had a couple of people uh, either see me on campus, a student come by. Recently at Home Depot, a guy was helping load some stuff. We're finishing our basement. Uh, a guy saw my name on the invoice and was like, "Ask my wife, is your husband do a podcast?" So that's awesome, and our, that's it is, awesome. is cool. I mean, will you get this all the time because you're on TV and stuff? Uh, this, I'm just a random bald dude yeah. from Watkinsville, and this is kind of fun. And it, you know, I don't. Scott pays attention to numbers because that's his thing. Um, I, I don't, and it, it's reaffirming because I do this for fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun to, to sit and have bourbons with y'all. Even even last year, uh, or even Mark Ricks last year, while We've was, had, it's been a very interesting that, time right, to do a Georgia it podcast, it really is. Yeah, but while that was difficult, it's been made more bearable because we got to process this right. And you know, Doctor Goldstein's a little mad because I'm not spending as much money with him, but uh, <laughs> it's still a lot of fun and. It does mean a lot when people say something just because it's reaffirming that people at least listen and no one's coming, no one's coming to punch me in the stomach. So yet, which is also yet, yeah, but that's that's fine. It's fun. Like this is yeah. I mean, this is you know we talked about that piece that I wrote, but like that's all like that's all informed by this and like being and let's you know it's made me feel you know it's made me feel I've been here for four and a half years now. It's made me feel more connected to here than I was when I first got here. So thank, thank you all for listening. Yeah, yes. yeah. So or now at we, least downloading. That's right. Well, <laughs> this the next five people listen because these are five reviews that we've gotten. Okay. Uh, this came in on November twentieth, so it's been a while okay. since. Uh, but it's five star minutes. Review. That's yeah. what they say these days. And they can yeah. actually they can actually uh, re rate us again. Yeah, but another five. We're 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 okay on time. We're about a, an hour and ten. Okay. Right now, so we're not going way over. Um, so C dot underscore dub tw- uh, tweeted. He left a review. Um, this definitely goes past the 280 characters. It could not be tweeted. Um, the title of this, it's five-star review. The, this podcast is the GOAT. Greatest of all time, right? With the G mm-hmm. period, O period, A period. Um, he says, as a welder, a large percentage of my day at work is spent away from a lot of people and without anybody to talk to. I've found that podcasts are a good way to get me through the day. There are other good sports podcasts out there, but for me, one of the best parts of the work week is seeing that a new episode of Waiting Since Last Saturday has been posted. Of all the dog podcasts I listen to, only this one hits me with a sense of nostalgia as it takes me back to when me and my college friends would sit around and talk football, which is something that I appreciate with utmost sincerity. Unlike with other dog podcasts, I've had to stop welding on numerous occasions just to not make a mess because I was laughing. And anyone who has said the humor is forced must have reviewed the wrong podcast. These guys say what they and all Dog Nation feels, but they say it better and more elegantly than us. 
Scott has done a tremendous job at making this a very smooth and well-made listening experience, including the intros and closing statements he makes with the drums in the background, which I've come to love. And it's hilarious when he gets frustrated and tries to move the show along when the two other get off topic. (laughs) That has literally never happened. That has never happened before. Tony, even down his extremely contagious laugh, almost right on cue, sounds exactly like my old college roommate, and he has no problem putting his emotions on display when making picks, which makes it even better. Will adds variation to the show and has the ability to fire off sophisticated stances and informed opinions as quickly and as seamlessly as anyone I've ever heard and is very witty as well. The fact that they drink bourbon makes it even better, and my fiancé keeps asking me where my newfound taste for bourbon has come from. I give credit to you guys, although I mix mine with root beer, which may or may not be a sin. Whoa. Cheers, guys. Keep okay, up I, the good I, work. Even, I, interesting I, choice. even this Midwesterner thinks that. That's weird. <laughs> okay. I have taken a new stance on bourbon. I think you should enjoy bourbon however you like. Yes. yes. I mean, <laughs> I, I actually, and, and the reason Every is... Every single word of that was wonderful. And then the last <laughs> sentence, he went like Korean. And part, and, part and part of the reason, honestly, is my kid, my kid eats eggs with ketchup, oh. which is just... Oh. And, but I'm like, you know what? It's his thing. It doesn't affect me. Good for you, C.Dub. Yes. Not good for you, honestly. But I appreciate You that. do your thing. You do you. I also like the idea that someone's listening to that show while wearing the awesome welder's mask. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you two have never welded. I've welded. No, I, I welded. haven't. I I say, it feels like something you would have done. Yeah, I have welded. Yeah. Yeah, welding is... Uh, hot. <laughs> well, it's hot, and it's... it's you, you feel like, you're doing stuff. Yeah, like yeah, you really feel like, like... Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of feel like... You're like, yeah! Like, you, you, have, you're, you have, like... Protection, you have like yes. fire and it's, like concentrated fire. I am controlling electricity oh, yeah. awesome. and melding metals and yeah. stuff. Okay, don't don't judge us too bad. Yeah. I mean, we're not professional welders. No, I just do it for fun. Yeah, entirely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you, I, also, no, Tony dude, solders. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Dude, solder. if you were a real man, you wouldn't use the mask. Go for it. Uh, like no. Trump stare at the eclipse. Who cares? <laughs> to be honest, that is that is not accurate at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on. Um, five-star review uh, from TF Hyde B. I don't know. Uh, he says, please, 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 dot, dot, dot. It's a great UGA podcast, and the guys do a fantastic job. Five stars. However, Tony, please, please stop eating when you're on the podcast. Mm. I'm a guy who hates noisy eaters in the first place, and listening to you eat pigs in a blanket <laughs> or a Big Mac up in my earbuds is wildly off-putting. I love Will, though. Note, originally I had incorrectly tapped Scott as the noisy eater. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> From Nick. Yeah. Um, Again, first off, Scott is the noisy eater. I eat very quietly. Second off, sir, I was eating prime rib. Not a Big Mac. For what it's worth, here, here, I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to say this right here, right now. If Georgia wins the national championship, we are we are we're doing my oyster thing, and we're just going. To I'm going to slurp eat oysters right into the mic, and you will love it. That's you right. will love it. I'm going to eat ribs. <laughs> oyster. The idea of oysters. Ugh. What a horrible sound that would make into a microphone. It would be. By the way, I had oysters after the SEC championship game. So yeah, I'm not, I'm yeah. not an oyster guy. My dad's a big oyster guy. We, I see bear, my dad. My dad is a fall. In love with sea bear spectacular. Sea bear, uh, Next time he's in town, if you need somebody, take him to sea bear. Oh, he loves sea bear. He loves sea yeah. bear. All right, moving along. Uh, from Maverick nineteen eighty, maybe he's a Top Gun fan, as all of us should be and are. 
Feel the um, need for speed. Going to the danger zone. The Gospel of Kirby. Okay. That's what he taught. I like that. Five stars. I hail from Arkansas. Arkansas. No, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Let me start over. I hail from the Arkansas version of Yoknapatawaha County, nestled in the beautiful foothills of the Ozarks. I'm, I know I murdered that. Yoknapatawaha. That sounds better. Ozarks. Yet surrounded by Snopes. While they holler for their lost swine, I'm over here telling my dogs to sick them. I came to be a member of the Church of Athens after a series of unfortunate events, which led the hogs to trade in a motorcycle-loving antichrist for a carpetbagger charlatan who came here preaching the the between-the-tackles gospel of our Lord and Savior Nick Saban. I'm going to stop you there. You're not going to talk about Bert like this in my presence. (laughs) But selling a snake oil instead. God, I love our reviews. Like while, people really bring right, it. They really bring it. Right. While Saint Nick was eloquently preaching the rousing sermon, "Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God," every Saturday, old Bert was reenacting the nonsense and foolishness of the Mark Twainian co-men, conmen performing the royal nonsuch. Did none, I miss none such? None such. None such. While wow. Saban, while Saban turned the loaves and fishes into a bountiful five-star <laughs> harvest. Bert was turning it into sawdust and Juco Hail Marys. I decided life was too short for such things and decided to convert. Since I have family in Alabama and Georgia, I had to make a choice. I never cared too much for that righteous being who never committed a sin. I could never live up to those expectations. But I can definitely identify with his Paul of Damascus, Kirby Smart, who preaches the gospel of 12 win seasons with a zeal and joy, the likes of which we have rarely seen. While Saban preaches the demise of the sinner, Smart preaches how the love of the Almighty knows no bounds. That if we work together, taking it one game at a time, we can achieve the highest glory. One day I happened upon Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast, who were preaching this good news while peppering in the scripture of Bill Connolly. I found this to be of great nourishment to my soul, and it made me feel welcome because if they can accept a convert like Will, surely there was room in the congregation for me. Hallelujah. We are SEC's champs. Glory, glory, go dogs. Uh-huh. I mean, that is amazing. It really is. Wow. Man. Like, I just I, wish I could read it better because this is like eight five. I would be really worried th- that, I, that I would – I mean it's hard to write in the iTunes. I know. Reviews. And it's hard to read it. That's why I keep stumbling. <laughs> like, I would have lost that like three or four times. Wow. Yeah. And Tony is gobsmacked. I am gobsmacked. He's full as gob is smacked. I am flabbergasted. All right. His flabber is gasted. Here's another one from Ducktile Dog, five star review, perfect Georgia football podcast. When I heard about this podcast and saw the host names, I knew I would love it. And I was correct. I was and still am to a lesser extent a huge follower of sports blogs since the golden age of the early <clears throat> 2000s. So this lineup is a dream team. I've been reading and enjoying Tony, aka Tyler Dogden, and Will's writing for so long they might qualify as extended family. You feel very old. Coincidentally, (laughs) coincidentally, I went to the same high school as Scott just a few years behind him. When I started playing football for the first time in ninth grade and sucked tremendously, I remember he pulled me aside one day and encouraged me, which is a pretty cool thing to do. It is great. I am very proud of my younger self. I tell you, do, you, do you remember doing that? No. No, no. usually you just like beat the crap out of those kids. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the most imposing figure, so I probably wasn't doing that. But you know what I did before I finish this uh, review? 
I did read this to my boys. I told them to always be kind and nice to people because you never know when it'll come around. You so, never know when it'll turn out to yeah. be the king of Sweden. Yeah. Well, is a, is a very, fun, very very briefly, um, Star Wars is coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I've mentioned before on this podcast, I've known Ryan Johnson, the writer director of the film, for a very long time. Amazing. He went to college with my good friend Tim Grierson, who we had the podcast with. And there's a great, very great story by uh, Kumail uh, Nanjani. I didn't say his name right. He's going to do the big sick. And he had this really great story about how... I know him from Franklin and Bash. Yes, yes. And, yes. and uh, uh, he had this very great story about how when he was starting out as a comedian, he went, he re- had to do like the red carpet, some stupid red carpet thing at the Sundance Film Festival. And Ryan Johnson was coming out he, for his movie Looper. If anybody saw the movie Looper, yeah. that's the movie he made, which is really good. And he was, and Kumail was very nervous and asked him, said, hey, how did you do with the Total Recall movie? And he's like, oh, I didn't direct that. And it was really embarrassing. And, and he was like really appalled. And Ryan took him aside. He's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's totally cool. It's really stressful doing these things. I don't know, guys, guys how you do this job. What a tough job that you have. Seriously, here's my Recall Me. Like, he was just awesome. And like, that's, the, and now that guy, now they're both going to be nominated for Oscars this year. Yep. <laughs> like, be good to people. And also, if you're running for the governor of Al- for a citizen in Alabama, learn how to ride a horse, by the way. Like, I have to say, <laughs> learn how to ride a freaking horse. Like, an hour and 15 minutes. My mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. Oh, I bet she was appalled. She, uh, we've talked about Sharon Steeplechase. She is, she is generally, like most people, uh, I find, and I think very positively, very apolitical. She is not, like, I think she's per- she was personally repulsed by Roy Moore, but did not, like, otherwise... Don't say I like politics like most people. But man, when she saw him riding that horse. Because she rides. She rides. She runs. Rides horses. Like she's really what she does. And she saw him ride that horse. And she's like, that guy should not. Like that guy should be in jail. <laughs> like, like what he did. Like, like she's like that. That that horse's kidneys are probably all banged up. Like just they, like. And remember. <laughs> okay. We don't talk about the race. But like. The guy can't even ride a horse right I don't know anything about riding horses, and I did see that clip. And I am politically agnostic. Yes. So I have no, and I don't live in Alabama. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but I saw that, and I was like, something's off. I didn't even read any commentary yeah. about it. I just saw it while it was playing silently. On I had the TV muted. And I was looking like how stilted that all looked, and it looked like he was going to get thrown off or fall off. <laughs> it looked like how I would probably ride a horse, and I've never really ridden one. So, um, so yeah, that's just my commentary. He rode yeah. a horse to the polling. Um, oh, uh, we, are, we are. We like, all know. Whatever your thoughts about Doug Jones or political things, we are in a better place that that dude is yes. not a senator. Okay. Anyway, okay, Agre- now Agre- we can move Agreed. on. Agreed. All right. It was a relief, man. It's just a we, relief. We can, we can move on. So tax reform, right? <laughs> no, no. Just Let me kidding. finish this review. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. So, yeah, so he finishes it saying, it is great to get the perspective of both lifelong dog fans like Tony and Scott mixed with the newer connection of Will. One thing I would love to hear, maybe in the offseason, would be a guest host from the Georgia fan blogs that were, that were and still are a critical lifeline for dog fans. Folks like Senator Blutarski, Doug Gillette, and maybe even Paul Westerdog. Go dogs. Do you get, know Blutarski? I, I have uh, talked to Blutarski. He, like me, is a fellow Georgia Law graduate. Um, interestingly, of course, I, I do know Westerdog um, because he, he, he deeded the, the blog to me. Um, uh, and I've met, I've met Doug a couple of mm-hmm. times. Um, so. 
Another, another uh, not a blogger so much, but uh, Ryan Skates, who does the yep. newsletter. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of him as yeah. well. Uh, I think he does a really good job. I'll have to see about getting Blue Tarscale. Not, he uh, gave love to Clay Travis one time in the newsletter, and I, had to, I, I was mad at him over that one. But otherwise, I think Skates does a pretty good whatever. job. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. I, I've actually uh, given thought to, and actually recorded one in the nascent early days of, of, the, of the podcast. I recorded something with... Uh, Bernie Dog, but it was just the sound quality was really bad, and Sky couldn't, despite how good he is, he could not save it. No, <laughs> no I, do, I do remember that. And of course, let's not forget the Chapel Bell Curve guys. Yeah, the Chapel Bell Curve guys. Not original guys, but uh, got yeah. a Patreon now. I, I know, I saw that. I was like, do well, they really? Hmm. They got a Patreon. Yeah, yeah like, I, t- I met with Justin last week, and I was like, how's that going? He's like, pretty good. Really? I was like, hmm, maybe something to think about in season four. Well, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's not really Good for them, good for them, good for them, good for them. Yeah, simply it. to pay for a sample. We'll, we'll just we'll, for maybe we could just uh, start a Venmo account or something like that. Yeah, that's not much. Uh, I'm, not, well, um, I'm kidding. I'm this kidding. feels like an off mic conversation. Yes. All right, we'll we'll discuss that in the off season. Um, all right, final review from LB Doug. No bandwagoners here. Go dogs. Five star review. Love y'all's podcast. I'm the wife of Rory D. And Rory D. had left a podcast review. Okay. Last time, and I like Will Leach. Oh. <laughs> he read that with what? surprise. <laughs> and I this, read is a, this sounds unreal. <laughs> and I read it incorrectly. I'm the wife of Rory D. And like Will Leach, comma, oh. Rory, yeah, no, sorry, Oxford, comma, for the sorry. win. Uh, Rory D. married into the dogs as I am a UGA 2006 alum. And Rory is a Seattle native who went to a footballless small college in California. Just wanted to say. UCLA. <laughs> That's a good line. I just, appreciate that. Just wanted to say his jab about Leach being a bandwagoner was more of a wink. We live in Seattle, and he is a true dog fan now, although he has been teased by his UW childhood friends. No teasing now that we're on our way. Here's my question for y'all. What are Rodrigo's NFL draft chances? Out here in Seattle, we've seen former dog Blair Walsh join the Seahawks and makes me think if Walsh can make it, Rodrigo must be a shoe in Thanks, guys. Listening all every week. Keep it up and go, dogs. That's, I, I don't know about draft. But, right. No, yeah, draft is. But NFL wise? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if he keeps up what he's doing. He can just kick off. Yeah. I was thinking of this very thing um, earlier this week. Let's see uh, how the Auburn guy does because Auburn's got a really good kicker. Okay. Yeah. Also. Let's yeah, see how he does. And I mean, then I, Se- be Sebastian Jankowski was probably like the most famous NFL draft pick, yeah. right? The Raiders picked him on the fourth he's still playing, pick. He? He's still playing 20 years later. Yeah. And probably is a shoe-in for the NFL Hall of Fame, right? Like, it's worth knowing that draft pick was actually probably worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like, over the course of his career. Over the course of his career, I think it's the um, question. Yeah, and, and, and I will be, I will be f- the first to admit that I, was, I was, didn't trust Rodrigo last year. And yeah, I've made it very clear my love for the goggles this year. Yeah. Um, so remember, I thought the whole idea was bringing in the guy, remember the stuff with his yeah, dad, yeah. And bringing in the transfer, yeah. and bringing in all this stuff. It's like, okay, now Blankenship, it was a nice little story last year, and it's funny yeah. we did the interview. Yeah. But to see, it really is kind of one of the underappreciated stories, not among, not for you, of course, Tony, no. but uh, the underappreciated stories is just how much of a difference he has made. And frankly, it's funny, one thing we've talked a lot on this podcast is George hasn't had any close games. Like they've had one close game all year, the Notre Dame game. Otherwise, every game. And he is, made a very important kick. And he it, did. It, it's funny because now it's starting to get pretty serious. 
Rodrigo could very well be be doing the butler and hosting a, uh, a post game show in twenty years. He could become a hero here. Yep. Uh, in the next in the next month, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, that does it for the reviews. I want to thank everybody who's reached out. Everybody from Elliot to um, <clears throat> all the reviews that were left. They're very nice. We do appreciate it. And you know, if Will's mentioned this in the past, if you look at other shows that have like three hundred reviews or a thousand reviews, big NPR shows. You never see the depth that our reviews get into, and it's not really, I guess it's a humble brag, but it's the, the truth. I mean, these things are basic novels uh, that are written by some of y'all, so shout out to y'all. Con- great job on the reviews. Congra- I was about to say congrats. Yeah, congrats. And I will say, definitely, anytime you see Tony or Scott in public, tell them how much you love <laughs> the podcast. If you see me, do not make eye contact. Do not look at me. Don't touch me. For God's sake. I'm usually surrounded by handlers anyway that aren't going to let you get to me. But if you see them, they need it a little bit, you know? They kind of need it. I obviously will not be bothered, but if you see them, please tell them and make them make them feel better. Make them feel uh, uh, but again, if you see me, not not only to make my eye contact, it would be better if you actually turned the opposite direction and walked away to be fair if you actually know me i'm already talking to you anyway yeah that's true yeah that's yeah you don't have to it's hard to it's hard to engage waller in a conversation <laughs> so thanks guys it does it does make me a little uh it does make me a little misty-eyed that folks would take the time to, it's great it's yeah, because great. for you guys to, sure. to be perfectly honest we do have fantastic reviews like really well thought out and well-written reviews Okay, so housekeeping moving right. forward. Um, I think Scott and I are going to do a short podcast, uh, probably uh, after the Georgia Tech Georgia basketball game. Just a little check in, um, and then maybe we'll maybe we'll sneak in the show in there. I might see if my friend Seth Emerson wants to come on. Maybe a little preview of the game. But our big show, our big the Rose Bowl show, preview, the official big Rose Bowl preview, will be recorded. Will be recorded. Which means it'll be like a week and a half until producer boy uh, puts it up. <laughs> um, That's all, well. I, the reason I want to say will be recorded in case you have a question, get it in before. Then. Yes, I will. Well, I will also say since I'm in the Rose Bowl, it's gonna be some spoilers. Um, is possible that I will record something immediately after the Rose Bowl yes, sent to yes, Scott. Absolutely, and I, I will probably while I'm at the Rose Bowl do some shorts. Um, man in, on the street. Interview man on the street. Interview Georgia fans. Whatever. So. But we were we are taping the big Rose Bowl preview on Wednesday, December twenty seventh. So if you have Getting questions nervous. before, and you leave the next day, right, Tony? Uh, yeah. So that is the official big preview show. So if you have questions or anything you want to talk about, that would be time to get in by then. And then, then it's then it's happening. It's getting real, y'all. Yeah. So th- this is our last show, by the way. We'll do together before c- Christmas. Yep. So I hope everyone uh, have a Merry Christmas. Have a if you have a Happy Hanukkah. If you're happy a, Hanukkah. Do that right yeah. now. Um, and but mostly, it's getting serious now, guys. Oh my this God. Is, it's fun. I've enjoyed this kind of like relaxed mm-hmm. show because it, it, this it's very strange to have this long of a break. I can't imagine what it's like as a coach to deal with this to have this right. long break in between after the high of the SEC championship game. Now to get like. Everybody settled down and now built back up because that game is still two weeks away. Like it's still two weeks away and it feels because Christmas is going to be a part of that. And we saw Christmas is is its own thing. and so massive. It feels really far away, but man, it's not, it's going to be here. It's getting two and a half weeks. Yeah. It's coming upon us. And the funny thing is this is the first show we've done since, I guess 
immediately before yeah. App State where it's not – I mean, the pressure mounted after Notre Dame, right? Yeah. After Notre Dame, we thought, okay – we really won't know what we have, but every week we won, and we won big, yeah. and, and it got revenge. Know, it got, and, yeah, yeah. It, it became an interesting story. So this this was fun. This has been an incredibly fun season. I hope it continues. Yeah. The fun's over though. Like the, right, it, it is it's, now business. It's a business trip. This next podcast. It is now business. It is now no more bowl business. game picks. Well, we'll do. Yeah, well, there'll only be like uh, like a couple of days. Like there'll be like a few that we can. Because that will lead us up into the actual game pick. I'm really surprised you weren't ready with like four pages of uniform talk. I, I this know. is surprising I got, to me. I got smacked down during the season. It kind of it's almost like a, when you train up a dog and they're jumping on you and everything, and you smack it with the newspaper. That's kind of how it felt. A little Here's bit. my one quick little anecdote that I will tell you about uniforms to close us out. Well, I was in Las Vegas this week, and I met a old high school classmate who lives in Boise. Oh wow! And is a diehard Boise State fan. And he's like, oh, I was like, you're in Athens. I hadn't seen him in a long time. He's like, you're in Athens now. I was like, yeah, Boise State's playing Georgia. He's like, yeah, that's right. What were those weird uniforms you were wearing when you played Boise Preach State? to the damn so, choir. <laughs> I felt like obliged to note that, that even someone from Boise State was like, did you guys, do you guys usually wear those? I'm like, nope, everybody hates them. They never wore them again. So. I bought a three-pack, by the way, today of, uh, of, of Tennessee Bowl t-shirts. By Haynes. No, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, just a plain clean uh, white tees. Maybe maybe uh, that joke also works for Florida. Yes. Well, yes, I was yes, gonna yes. say maybe maybe what we could do is also at some point instead of maybe doing all that ball talk is talk on the new SEC coaches in the Jeremy Pruitt era and Phil Fulmer era and a couple of others uh, on the next podcast. I feel like that is the podcast after the next one. Like the next one well, is it depends on, it depends on why. It depends. And for what's worth, for what's worth, the bowl games are also like there's only like eight bowl games. Yeah, the next I got we, we we got through like thirty. In SECs and almost all of them. Yeah, and I do want to talk. I do want to talk about the coach and Sidley season. We'll be able to talk about the early signing period. Um, but it, the conference is substantively different from coaching wise than it was yeah. three weeks ago. And so, in large part because of the success that Georgia has had. And a large part because <laughs> and of you, success. you kind of called that early in the season. Yeah. 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 Whew, guys. All right. All right, gets real next time, guys. Let's make this happen. Hope you enjoyed this little this is kind of a B side podcast, kind of a kind of a Yes, it's dead letter office. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, this is this is uh this is yeah. All All right. right. Go dogs. Go dogs. So thanks so much for listening. We'll be back sometime a couple days after Christmas for our official Rose Bowl preview show. Until then, as Will mentioned, the two of us will be attending the Georgia-Georgia Tech basketball game this coming Tuesday night and might just sit up in the stands in Stegman after it's all over and chat about the game and surely a few other things of interest. So if you happen to see us at the game, make sure to find us and say hello, but don't say anything to Will. You can talk to me. Never mind. If you have any questions you would like for us to address in our Rose Bowl preview show, you have plenty of time. Just send us a tweet or or DM us on Instagram or go and like our Facebook page and ask us a question there. I think we only have about 30 or so followers on that page, so it's kind of been down our list of things to promote. But, hey, ask us there as well. I'll curate all the questions and load them into our show to make sure that we don't miss anything. One other thing, there will be a few links in our show notes page of this episode and you'll definitely want to check it out please go read jake fincher's piece that i mentioned in this episode he wrote about the 2017 sec championship game and what george's victory meant to him it is very touching also i think you'll really enjoy reading it make sure to sign up for our bowl pick'em contest i mean i don't know if it's a contest i don't think we've 
said we're going to give anything away, but who knows? Maybe we will. And there will be a link to that as well in the show notes. And I, I, I'll link Bernie Dog's uh, Bull Pick'em Contest. I saw that on Twitter, so I'll link that as well. I, I kind of feel like Oprah. Uh, you get a link, and you get a link, and I'll just link some other stuff as well, like those cigars that we received from Southern Tab. I'll link the, their website as well in case you want to get some cigars. Anyway, I hope you have the happiest of all holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and we'll see you on campus very soon. Tuesday, in fact. Will and I will be on campus, like I mentioned, on Tuesday. And Tony will see you in Pasadena. So take care as always. Merry Christmas and go dogs.